hello there, you fantasy cartographers. What's going on? This is the map podcast where we try to map your way to a fantasy championship while never preparing in advance for this podcast. Ooh. We got four hosts with us today, myself, Byron LaFleur, Andy Marcel Keys, Drew, uh, Dave, and uh, Tyler. I don't even want to say your last name. Is it D'Alessia? I guess you put me in there twice to make up for just cutting me out of the Did last I, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that what happened? <laughs> just, if, if you guys aren't aware, they recorded the last podcast and didn't even tell me. Didn't oh. even let me know. Wasn't even invited. They started a whole text thread. And we're just like behind Drew's back. Let's do a podcast. Mm. Wow. Yeah, Not bitter. You can't say that because, you know, we haven't invited Justin to that text spread. What are you doing? You're now you're screwing us all up. Dave's the one that's going to get in trouble. Justin isn't listening to this. He actually is. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully. I, I feel hopefully like everyone Justin does. He always does. Justin's wife. He all, Justin's wife. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Justin's wife is an avid fucking podcast listener. One of the hundred, the hundred that listen. One of the hundred. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so let's get into this uh, week's episode. So we've got two trades that we need to review. Um, we are going to cover like just the important dates that you guys need to remember. And then finally, to end the podcast, we're going to go over a few of the rule proposals that are going to be, I guess, issued on Monday of this upcoming week or Tuesday, depending on whenever we get around to it um, and just kind of give our thoughts on where we feel like you should vote. Um, obviously you take that for a grain of salt, but uh, you know, I think we're just going to give both sides of the argument and uh, yeah, so it should be a quick episode. So uh, you guys are ready to get started. We always say it should Let's be quick. It. And then yeah. it's always an hour. It's always <laughs> an hour. See the problem, the problem last week is Drew and I weren't on and Tyler just let you talk, Byron. Just kept and going so and going. We're we're on this week. Make sure we stay on track. I'm of in, the mind that he can always just cut it down and post. <laughs> in my defense, I've gotten multiple people who said that was a good episode. So, you know. Drew, you were one of those people. Get back <laughs> yeah, multiple, I was going to say. <laughs> all you right. Three yeah. people on this podcast, they all said it was good. All there's right, Andrew, all right. there's Drew, there's Mr. Keys. Like, um, he just has you so a couple of times in his phone. We've got, uh, we've got two trades to go over today. Uh, since both of them include Dave, do you want to go in order uh, how you publish them and just give us or, or issue them? And tell us sure uh the first one was with the home run hitters home run hitters receive mitch trebinsky uh, i get the home run hitters 2022 second round pick and the bills defense i just love that you're never letting trebinsky go it's it's trebinsky to you and it's not trebisky yeah, yeah. <laughs> mitchell former nickelodeon <laughs> vp award winner I can't say anything because uh, this trade to me, see if we're going to go and analyze each one, or we're going to talk about the trade. Uh, I'll, I'll do the other one too. And then you guys give your thoughts. No, 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 no. Do, 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 let's do this one. And then we'll okay. do the next one. Cause this All one right. seems like uh, appropriate value to me. Yep. This seems like, okay, you have a quarterback on a short leash. Doesn't have more than a year at most. That's the high end. He's bumped, you know, bounced around the league, you know, 
you don't get more than a defense and well, you know, late pick. That's good. That's good. That makes sense. I, I think any, any, any opinions to the contrary? No, I, I think it's just a, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Like Trubisky has a lot of risk involved. You know, he's got Kenny Pickett behind him. I think he could play 17 games. I think he could play eight games. Like we don't really know, but getting a quarterback that might play 17 games, I mean, that's that's a great that's a great chance. Like it it feels worth it to me. So absolutely worth it. You're not giving up a lot for it. I think it's a good trade. I think it's a good trade for Dave to get something back for, for that. Um, so I think it's just a very even BB trade. BB trade. Okay. I, uh, I, sorry, I'm chiming in late here. Uh, I think it's a great trade for home run hitters uh, and like a C trade for Dave. We've seen even mediocre quarterbacks in shaky situations go for a little more than a than a mid-ish second round pick. Joe Flacco. Here. Joe Flacco goes. <laughs> yeah, for more. I mean, uh, but I I say a C because the, it's really hard. Like you guys said, he could start for eight games. Uh, he could start for five games. He could start for sixteen games and another team next season. But this contract is so cheap, the risk is worth it. Um, it's like a B for home run hitters, only having to give up a second and a defense that might not even exist, depending on how the rules vote goes. So yeah. That's the one downside is him trading for a Buffalo's Bills defense, which I think is again you getting this defense. I, I think you've traded for this defense in the past before. I, I um, have. It's like my my Achilles heel. I ah, I don't know, man. I there's something about the Bills defense. Just wanted them again. Uh, so yeah, maybe welcome home, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but welcome to be clear, I, I do believe this is an early second round pick, not a mid second round pick, right? It's it's two oh three pick nineteen. Yep. yep. All right, so moving on to the next trade, Dave. Uh, the next trade, Breezewood Nuts receives Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill. Um, I got their 2022 first and Devonta Smith. I mean, like, do you hate your cousin? Is that like, is that like a thing? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what your family dynamic is, but obviously you guys had a hell of a run in baseball and this is how you do him, Dave? <laughs> this is how you fucking do him? Because goddamn, I mean, it's what hurts the most, I think, is in comparison to the trade that we just talked about, right? Like Marcus Mariota is so similar to Drabisky. They were both top three picks, uh, very close together, obviously different play styles, right? But they're both on their third team right now. They both have rookies backing them up. Now, Kenny Pickett, obviously a much higher pick than Desmond Riddler. But damn, like that Mariota does not have that job locked down by any stretch of the imagination and i i what i just don't understand is you've got Devonte smith who's a solid piece you've got a first round pick to help start building your team i mean you just lost a bunch of players like i don't really understand what you're like what the goal is i don't understand what the, the future vision for the team is right now because you've just given up all young talent that you had and do you really have a core that can can win this year? Because Marcus Mariota is no guarantee to start next year, right? Like it's very highly, it's a, there's a high chance that Atlanta Falcons draft a quarterback. So you really have to look at this with the idea of this is a 2022 Band-Aid. And uh, I don't think this team is, is going to compete. And I, I just, I, it doesn't, it, I, I have, I'm sorry that I'm rambling, but I just don't really understand the logic of it. And it seems in comparison to the other trade, I, 
I love this trade. I absolutely love this trade. Thank you, um, Breezeworth Nuts, because Mac Jones is on the trade block, guys. <laughs> and if this is what fucking Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill's rights get you, then I have Daniel, I raise you Mac Jones on the second year of his deal in a solid situation and a franchise quarterback in Daniel Jones's rights. Um, and the, the asking price had to go up for that. Um, Cause I, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly actually agree with Byron. I don't, I don't understand why you give up Devontae. Like, and I'm not a big believer in the Devontae Smith situation. There's other young wide receivers. I'd like more than having Jalen Hurts throw me the ball, but he's, he's looked good. He's looked very good. He is, is young. You have a first round pick. And Brian Tannehill, you you have to shell out money for him. So you're going to be shelling out 50 plus for for Ryan Tannehill. Um, you're going to have Marcus Mariota. Like I get quarterbacks are premium, but it's it's Marcus Mariota. And if if this was a team that um, had a bunch of wide receivers and had um, a, a stack team and just needed needed one more, you know, needed some quarterbacks in the room, then I might understand overpaying for just getting quarterbacks. There aren't a lot out there. But if you're a team that's kind of borderline, I, I would say just is rebuilding. Um, quite frankly, if you're looking at this roster up and down, I don't I don't get it. Uh, I don't think this is the Breezewood nuts roster I've pulled up. I think they're wrong, but I don't think that they think they're in full tank mode. Uh, with this trade. I think they're planning to keep Tannehill. If you look at the rest of that roster, they're going to cut Baker and then they're going to have Hollywood Brown, number one receiver in Arizona for the first half of the season. Mike no, they Evans. don't. It's an RFA. Mark. I know, but they can, uh, they can keep him too, though, once they cut that 65 out of there, right, that Baker's got. But yeah, then they that, got goes to, that goes to Tannehill and and Marquis, yeah, Brown. Like, you're just looking at the cap space. That's what it is. Is like that. I, if Tannehill was on his contract, that makes sense. But I, I know I'm saying they're keeping Tannehill. You can swap the Baker money, and they still have money to keep Hollywood Brown. I, I'm not saying he's right. I'm telling you this is the thought process, right? And he's looking at Leonard Fournette and Melvin Gordon, and he's going to say he's got a glass cannon uh, that's more of like a glass taser, like. It's going to yeah, be no, very I top heavy and very dependent on guys at the end of their NFL it's, prime. It's top heavy and it's top heavy and not, if you go and look at other top heavy teams, it's not yeah, like absolutely. You know, top heavy with a, a star quarterback or Derek Henry or Christian McCaffrey. Like that team was last year, you know, when they, when you when you're top heavy, but you're relying on superstars like that. Okay. If you're relying on Leonard Fournette and Melvin Gordon, and Mike Evans and, yeah, um, I I completely agree. That's what I was getting at. I think he's Mike Evans is your best player right now. And he's at the, the end of his career, right? So end of his prime. Not end of his prime, yeah, yeah. not career, but prime. Yeah. I mean, I, I get so Tyler, you're like on the same thing. You're like, this is the logic, but I don't agree. Is that what yeah, it? exactly? Like I see, I see how you can convince yourself that what you're doing is at least making your roster competitive for this year, right? What I don't see is how that helps you and why sending a first round pick and Devontae Smith like helps you get better and put yourself in a position to win. And like, I've been in this position and made this mistake is part yeah. of like, if I it, definitely. From my perspective, you got Mike Evans going into the last, that's a sell player, right? You, you sell Mike Evans at $50. A lot of teams that are competing at a high level can, can afford that $50 cap hit 
and you can get some value back from it, right? Um, and you should be looking to do the opposite of what we say here, right? Take players like that and turn them into future assets. Um, and and but th- this seems like yeah, I think you're right in terms of what the logic is. Is how do we compete this year? I just think you're doing it at the expense of all future like competitiveness yeah, to actually right. become I mean, how are you going to, level. Are you going to hit on another Devontae Smith? Like that's, that's the, harder than it seems. Good Those player. are yeah, like, in theory, like in theory, and so far what we've seen, right? Like yeah. so, you have to be like that's a good player. How often are you going to hit on first round base like that? It's not that high of a hit rate. Um, so that seems like a, a risk. If you're going to trade away a, a Devontae Smith, you should be getting a, a Mac Jones back, right? Like something like that. Like it should be part of a package for a player like that. Then I get it, right? You say, okay, I have this young player, but I need a franchise quarterback that I can then franchise tag later down the line, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, this, this I don't get because Tannehill isn't going to give you that many more years. Mar- Mariota is not going to give you that many more years. So you really aren't settled. Like you're not solidifying your quarterback position for the foreseeable future. Um, I could see it if I, if you thought that you were, but you're not getting a quarterback that's going to give you four or five years. Yeah. So, I mean, just, I just plugged it in to, uh, dynasty football trade calculator. Now I, I want to be clear, like this is not a great way to look at these trades because it doesn't include like contract amounts, right? Like that's a huge thing, but Mariota, Devante Smith, pick 109, all of those will be cheap contracts in our league, right? Because they're on a rookie basis that we can, or just because Mariota is because it got picked up on free agency, right? So they're all cheap contracts. Devante Smith or pick 109 not including like Tannehill's contract, which makes him worse because it's expensive, are both worth more than Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill combined. So, I mean, to say that again, Devontae Smith and or pick 109 yeah. are if both gave more up valuable than combined. 109, if he gave up 109 for those, yeah. if he gave up 109, or even if he, you know, if he gave up 109 for those, then I'd be yeah. like, 109 would be great. I would still say Dave, like, won the trade. I, yeah. I would still be like, that's great value for Dave. Absolutely. Um, it makes sense. But, Getting Devontae Smith too. Uh, <laughs> I would not have given up Devontae Smith. Not gnarly. All um, right. I think there's been, you know, we, we maybe it's partly our fault, but there's been a shift a little bit in people now undervaluing some of these younger players that are that are in front. Like those are hard to get. Those are hard players to get. Like it's contracts. Cheap contracts <laughs> and young talent. Players. That's that's the prime. That's what you want. Anything under fifteen dollars in young and has you know it gives the flexibility um and again we were talking earlier before we started the podcast mac jones for that package makes a ton of sense i love that package right like i feel like that's very fair maybe they're and i threw it out there how are you gonna go like what i don't understand is like dave he came to you with the trade i i threw the uh, i threw mac jones is available out can i ask a question marcus mariota Rank, um, so let's go under the assumption, and, okay. and maybe there's differing opinions. Let's go under the assumption Mariota, Tannehill, Mac Jones all start 17 games this year. Let's go around the room. Rank them in order of fantasy points you think that they will have. They start all 17 games. All Tannehill, 17 games. Yeah. Tannehill, Mariota, Mac Jones. Yeah. yeah. Fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, I think I just said uh, I'll go. 
Yeah, actually, I think I liked the first order I said, which was Mariota, Tannehill, Mac Jones. Mariota first? Yes. Yeah, I, think has, Mariota, I, I think Mariota last. I, rushing, I upside alone, Mariota. rushing upside. Sure. Rushing sure. upside alone. Mac Jones was what, the 24th quarterback, 23rd, something like that last year, wasn't he? I think that's, I think that's betting a lot to say, like, that's a big, that's a big kind of caveat is Mariota starting the whole season. Um, yeah, yeah, on a, but on a on a bad team that just is unlikely. Um, yes, so sure, I agree. But like, the thought exercise was ranked them in who will have the most points yeah. per game, basically, right? So anyway, I mean, the point, pro- point yeah. being, the, the, yeah, I, I think Tyler just proved what I was trying to say is if if you think that these guys are going to start all seventeen games and look, football rough sport, you know, someone's going to get injured, maybe not out of this pool, but some QB will get injured. Not every, not 32 QBs will start every week. Um, and, but yeah, I, I think that rushing upside helps. For sure. But you're talking about, Mary, right. you know, Tannehill on a, on a 50, $60 contract too. So like there's two yeah. reasons why that's not so, how you look at this trade. Yeah, just to be clear, two, I don't massive change, reasons why. I don't change my it didn't change my opinion of the trade. Yeah. That was all already baked into this. But I mean, if we yeah. want to give this a grade, Dave, congratulations on taking a fucking A plus a- to the bank. And yeah. It's a man. Joe, Joe is, I would stop trading with Dave. Like yeah, this is I wouldn't this I is, would not trust your fucking cousin anymore. Like don't I'm gonna don't. I'm gonna give you an F plus um mm. for you got quarterbacks. I'm going to give you, you got, a D minus, but yeah. like, I'm going to give you D minus because like you, you will get some points. It's not like you're going to. It's not Joe Flacco shit. Um, but uh, but and there there is something to be said about having a little pride and not just naked tanking a season. Like I hate the naked tank, but like don't do it at such a like you've mortgaged two years of yeah. I think two you, to three years. I would rather have. Mayfield at 65 than what you had to pay for for Danielle. I mean, at a locked in 65, like, yeah, without having to give up anything. This like, sure, at Danielle might be cheaper, maybe, maybe. Anyway, shall anyways, we? I'm just trying to find this right here. Like, if you look on like ESPN's top 222, Mariota is not even ranked on the top 25, right? Are you on their? Yeah, Mac Jones. They have Mac Jones at 22, Ryan Tannehill at 23, and Marcus Mariota not even ranked. Yeah, right. I, I think it's closer than like a definitive one, two, three. I think they could. I wouldn't be surprised in any order if they started all 17. Um, just because I don't think Mariota is going to give me that much passing. Like, sure, he's rushing, but I just don't think he's and again, good. And again, football. <laughs> Jalen Hurts at least is somewhat decent at certain things football wise. It's electric running, right? Like it's not like you're plugging Jalen Hurts or you're plugging in these other guys. Mariota is like, if it breaks down, I run and sure he'll get you some points, but it's not some solid shit. And finally, Tannehill isn't even on your team yet. You still got to sign him. You could have gotten him for free. So anyways, all right, moving on. Let's move on, move on. Um, so this is just a reminder that the draft is happening at Tyler's house on Sunday, the fourth Tyler, you want to give any more important key updates? For the- will there be strippers? There will most certainly not. Ah, darn it. Sorry, was, Justin. Uh, there's some rumors floating out there. That, that was a question from Justin that Fans you're renting a stage there. The, the rookie draft. 
I'm going to just address those rumors head on. Uh, there will not be a stage. Uh, what about a stripper pole for two, so that we can man. get? Oh, for two. Sorry, guys. Uh, Actually, I would only want a triple pull if the Ryan brothers were going to be there because they're the only ones I could see using will, it. <laughs> will there be a series of envelopes with there will be that uh, we there can will write be some our picks on cards. and hand them That's to right. the commissioner to There'll read There'll be some themed everyone. cards, some highlight reels for the drafted players. We're actually going to try to get that put together too. Uh, yeah, at least the, you know, I mean, we're going to draft 32. Probably the second round scrubs are going to have to kick rocks on that. But um you know, I'll try to have the top 25-ish players, packages, uh, highlight reel packages. Can we get a cameo from any one of the, the first-round picks? Does, does, does anybody know anybody? Let's just get... <laughs> you could, we could definitely get that, right? I mean, maybe. Hey, man, like, I'm invite them to the Zoom, that, like they're sitting in the green room? I'll. What do you think Brees Hall is doing on September 4th? What do you think Jahan Dotson's doing? <laughs> right? Like that's balls. that's the most local that we could get. Wow, Zoom, they that, could be anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that let's is highly. Let's at unlikely. least reach out to a punter or two. You know. But yeah, let's check your emails for the address. Uh, this goes out to the public for consumption, so I won't be broadcasting that here. Uh, yeah. Hold on, you guys want to get? <laughs> let's get someone who's not very good, like. You know, I'm assuming that we can get some NFL player, but let's get someone who's not very good and not draft them. <laughs> so not even throw his name for two uh, hours and not get drafted. Bayless like, Jones from the Bears, wide receiver, uh, 25, oldest player drafted yeah. this year. Oh, man. Hey, can you call in? Let's do it. Uh, hey, with the 32nd pick overall. We need, you, we need you on the call. He's on the oh, Zoom, fingers awesome. crossed, just like just sitting there. <laughs> Yeah, a popular podcast, plus or minus 13 weekly listeners. We would like you to sit in. We're going to Hey, you are it. underselling how many weekly we got last week. That's true. Look, that was last week with just Byron and Tyler. Imagine this week. How many listens did we get last week? That's Was it some number doubling 12? Like, was it in that range? Amazing. All right, what's next? All right, so rules. So let's go through these um, one by one. I'm going to put out one. I've got a couple that are near and dear to my own heart so we can kind of chat about. Uh, I'm always interested in Dave's opinion on my uh, on one rules that I love because we usually go head to head, but I feel like this is one that we can all agree with. I believe that we should take first round rookie picks and give them an additional year guaranteed. So you would your first round pick would have You'd be on your team for four years at a rookie rate. It would be the same rate as, you know, what a 15% increase year over year. Uh, so nothing changes in that regard. Um, I, I just, my concern is like you get these rookies and you just, they're not on your team long enough if you're trying to do a full rebuild before you have to re sign them. And, you know, first round pick rookies in the real NFL are signed for four years and then have an optional fifth year addition. So I feel like just on his face and makes complete sense. Does anyone disagree? Why wouldn't we do three years and then like a rookie option for the fourth? Well, so that is also what I've proposed and you make the rookie option. Some work similar to the franchise tag where it's a percentage cost or a mandatory raise I, I, over I, whatever they're 
last I think, their third year is. I actually think we should go the op. Like I agree that there should be an option, and, and, and I think we discussed this a little bit before the podcast. I think there should be a fifth year option. I, I wholeheartedly agree with the the rationale Byron gave. Is is this is for rebuilding? And I think we need to help folks kind of refocus and rejigger and, and re like revalue kind of how important first round picks are not just because of this trade but in general right um they're important but also i think having them on the short deal does kind of make it so that like by the time some players get to their actual you know someone's going to draft one of these quarterbacks that's a third round pick um in the first round this year and he's never going to see um you know, he's, he's never going to see uh, that third like any value until his third year, right? Possibly if it's like a Desmond Ritter or something like that, right? So I think um, if anything, guarantee a fourth year, have a fifth year option, make those even more valuable um, because I think that's how you rebuild teams. And I think we get with 16, 16 teams, there's just too many teams that are going to be needing to rebuild, right? And, and, and make, it, uh, make, make it more parity in the league. Yeah. Give, give it a window. And I just, I think it makes so much sense to also mirror what the NFL does, but uh, obviously Drew and I have talked the most, like, do you have any, like, okay. So it sounds like we're, we're someone on the same page. I mean, do you, do you guys really feel like the fourth year just being a 15% increase is a bad, I like, what, what, how would you vote on this right now? Uh, I don't know. I mean, will we start it this year? No, I, I think we would because be- because we've the people have traded first. Yeah, so I, like it's difficult to kind of think. I, I think I agree. I'd do it in the in the future. Um, yeah, I, I think maybe twenty twenty four. It, it kind of depends on Tyler because Tyler, you're the only one who's traded a twenty. Couldn't give less yeah. of a shit. Couldn't give less of a shit. So I, I yeah. would say twenty twenty four makes like the I, most sense. I'd say, Look, I I function say next anytime year. I'm trading things away that the rule like i am aware that the rules can change and that it may have yeah i, I would say next year I, like, I would, like i'd be fine i'd vote yes either why way. um but, uh, why first only because i again I, i'd like to parody the nfl right like second picks are three I, I think it's i guess it is four years but there's no guaranteed option um for NFL picks. Like but. I would be fine with four for both and a guaranteed option for, for the first round picks, right? Like I'd be fine with that too. I think um, it's just more, sorry. I was just like, let me finish my point really quick. Is that I, I think it's more dangerous too. It's like you have a second, it's only $2, right? The four, the second round picks are very fucking cheap in our league. Like $2 to lock in is, is pretty solid for four years. If you got an AJ Brown for your team for four years on two, three, four, five $5, that seems... Seems wrong. I don't know. That's my kind of take on it. I yeah, it's a, no, I just think if if you're gonna do, I would want it. I think I'd want it to be consistent. I guess is what I'm getting at. I'll be know. fine put, with four put the four rule out there. But I would say if you're gonna make it four years, do it for all rookies. If you're gonna say first round has an option, I like that. I think that's that's that'd be a cool thing to do. But I would um, I would either change both to to the four year or keep them at three year and do the first round with an option. Yeah. Cool. Well, then that's so. the second option, the thing, and Drew already brought it up, but I think we should also have a, you know, last year option for rookie picks, just like he described it, but we're not going to go over that again. Moving on. So Drew, I mean, Dave, do you want to um, offer up the next one? So it's not. 
Uh, you want me to just run down this list? Yeah. We or you want me to put one that I put on here? Yeah, right, yeah do that. Here's yeah, one. Do that, do that, do that. So I have one on here, and we'll we'll a couple of these are duplicates. So we can just touch on those at the end for like two seconds. But this one is a new one. Um, I like the idea of a compensatory pick. If you lose an RFA for pick a high dollar value, I said $30 in the proposal I text to these guys. So, you know, you've held on to a player for a long time. They're a good player. Now they hit the open market or RFAs. They get bid up a lot. You can't afford to keep them. I think you should get a compensatory pick following the next year's draft in order of the highest dollar yeah. player that so you don't say. pick be the first one. So this would be like pick 33 the following year. So if this year Kyler Murray goes for 80 bucks, he's the highest uh, RFA player. Evan chooses not to keep him. Then in 2023, Evan would get pick 33 as a compensatory pick. He could trade that. He could use it. Um, but follow second round rules so he could get a $2 player at, at the end of the draft. But I don't know. I think it's kind of something fun, something else. The NFL has compensatory picks. We could add a little bit more into, uh, into the draft. And, um, you know, at that point, you're not, you're, you're probably not picking a, a huge contributor, at least not right away. So I don't think it's giving them too much um, if someone does lose an RFA. I like it. Just a point of clarification, this is every player one would lose in RFA, you would get a pick for if it was over $30. So if I had mm -hmm. multiple players leave in a season, I could potentially get multiple conditional or not condi conditional, sorry, compensatory picks. Yeah, I like this too. I think we need to nail down whatever that dollar number is. $30 seems about right. Um, I think $30 is spot on. I would probably do it a little bit higher personally, but if everyone's comfortable with 30, then. So what does the third year 101 pick finish at their contract? The third pick? No, no. So 101 at the end yeah. of year three, what is like, what's 20, Trevor Lawrence going to be at? Yeah. So it's 20, 25. I think it's $30. I think it's like 30 or $31. So I would say it should be. No, 26. 26. Really? Isn't it yeah. $20? Okay. Oh, 15%. Yeah, 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 you're right. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, I like it. And um, I think 30 is about right. I, I, you know, we, we should probably go look at the last few drafts and see how many went in that range and try it, to figure out that to make sure. Um, yeah, because we I don't... It's, it's, it's too to, many. Yeah. Don't want to necessarily have to have 12 play 12 extra picks going out every year but if it happens it happens i mean we've just had three massive draft classes that are going to have some pretty high value coming out so yeah. it's only if you don't retain the player so if they correct go for 70 bucks correct. you match it you don't get a pick um, yeah. but yeah we can no. look at it maybe the number's 35 not 30 yeah um, that really but doesn't yeah. matter yeah. right doesn't love matter. the idea yeah that's a great idea all draft right more players always a fan Add right. more to the draft. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the rookie draft is just so great, right? Like, it's so awesome that improving it just, yeah. I think, improves the league as a whole. Es especially the stage that Tyler's rumored to be uh, securing for us. It's going to be great. trying so hard here. <laughs> um, okay, so the next rule proposal that 
you know, we haven't got to talk about too much together as a group, but one that I feel very strongly about, and I pitched this last year, and I think it only lost by a few votes, but I think that we need to have a salary cap increase. Uh, the main reason I believe that we need to increase the salary cap is because you can already see contracts getting out of hand. All of the contracts that were signed last offseason when we went to 16 teams have gotten into, I should say, the major top contracts. You know, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Alvin Kamara, those are all getting into the $100 range, which is almost impossible to retain. And it becomes the bet, I would say, the best call for that team is to cut them and then re-sign them for the $85, $86 amount. This is something that Alex has done with Devontae Adams for two or three seasons in a row where he'll cut them at $65, cut Devontae Adams for, I don't know, it was like $72 and then re-sign him back for $65. And I don't think that really lends itself to the spirit of the league. By increasing the salary cap by some margin, whatever that we decide that to be, and I'll, I'll give a proposal of what I think we should do, by increasing the salary cap, you will be able to certainly retain some superstars while still having to make some hard choices, right? We see the real NFL have a salary cap increase. We see contracts escalating so that at some point, a contract that was deemed very expensive at the time it was signed becomes a reasonable deal. I mean, Kirk Cousins is one that I always remember being $18 million was he was trying to get like a five-year contract, $18 million, $19 million. And then Redskins, uh, Commanders, excuse me, um, couldn't, wouldn't do it. And then he gets signed for $30 million uh, with the Minnesota Vikings, which we all thought was crazy. And now, you know, then you have Mahomes reset the market at $45 million, right? It just, it makes so much sense. We'll, we'll see these escalating contracts. It will be, you'll be able to keep the players that you really want without having to cut them and then re-signing them every single year. It just makes a lot of sense. So uh, that's my argument before I get into more of the nitty gritty on what I think the increases should be, because obviously that can be you know, argued over and adjusted in, during the regulation phase. But what do you guys think of that idea in general? I'm, against raising the cap unless there are also cap penalties for cutting players um i think that you sign a like the league is either going to continue the way it's currently structured where you can just make free cuts and it's like calling it dynasty is not exactly what dynasty is it's more like a keeper league with salary increases um or a contract league, if we want to call it something and make up its own title, or we go to having punishment for like overbidding on someone and over like leveraging your cap, which is what has happened with players like Christian McCaffrey and Devonte Adams every year. Um, it just turns into redraft or you take the penalty and you do some increases so that you're not forced to cut players every year because they've gone up. But when you do have to make those tough decisions, you're penalized for poor planning. Uh, in response, like, you know, I, I'm a big advocate for this as well with cap, some, some type of punishment for, you know, doing, it's also part of the same strategy, right? Like it's, it's punishing being like cutting a player that you went way too much for and not really thinking about the future. 
My only problem, and you know, realistically, most of the league isn't in the mindset of us where we're looking at the spreadsheet over and over and over again. There are things that we have to do to make that work. There's going to be people who make mistakes. Like, you know, if we, if everyone was down for it, I would vote yes a million times, but I just can't see that getting voted through because people don't want the extra headache. So, um, it, 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 what, what do you guys think on both sides, Drew? I agree with Tyler um, that I just don't think it works that well. If you don't, I think they go hand in hand. Um, and so I would be for both. Um, and I think it's doable. I, I, I do see what you're saying, but I think that might be harder to convince everybody um, to, to do, to go that route. when you have 16 people in the league and it's a pretty high bar to get a, to get a rule through. Um, so, so it might be, it might make that, hard to to get through um but i do think that they should be done hand in hand um and, and I, i'd be for both do you do you well, i mean tyler kind of said the same he he said the same thing that i kind of said but like it was more like okay with it and i find it horrible is that it becomes it turns it more we by not fixing this issue it turns us more into a redraft league right like it doesn't it take away a little bit if we yeah, never the, fulfill a contract unless it's a bargain? I, I think that it, 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 you know, I think that the fix is what Tyler said. So I think that the fix has to be right, or I don't think you're really going to change too much of that. Um, and I do think that a little bit. I do think that be, adding the fourth year to the rookie deal and this proposal and the like cut penalty, and I said penalize people for doing stupid things it's not really penalized it's more like penalize is the wrong word because like the whole point is to have fun um but like part of the challenge is that you're like team building and dynasty and if we're gonna have contracts instead of just a regular dynasty league we need to have cut penalties yeah no i think so too i think i, I think like, it all goes i think cut together penalties to me is, is almost more important like if you vote one or the other cap increase or a cut penalty i'd rather do the cut penalty they get and i'm cutting tyree kill this year right um but in a league where I'm, we have cut penalties tyree kills not going to be bitted up as high as he was last year and neither is some of these other things i think that is going to be a a bigger fix to the under underlying problem than increasing the cap uh, could you could you actually explain that logic to me because i don't understand how that fixes the logic by removing cap space like it's so, because i mean the, the issue isn't that I think like you I they think don't want to, to keep christian mccaffrey right yeah but i think people are, are going to not be if, if there is a cap penalty in this you're not year, bidding 90 you're not going to be bidding player. 90 dollars for him you're going to be bidding some dollars because you understand like if i get 15 percent cap penalty or whatever the cap penalty is i'm not going to bid him up that much right so i'm not going to go buy Christian McCaffrey for $90. Um, I think you'd have to start that in a, but that's a year not or two. how people think, right? Like that's not how people draft. You don't draft like that. You don't think you're like two years from now, I need to be considering this contract. I like think that, people I think are like, league, I need to win right now. And if I want to keep this player, but it's just like the cap increase is so much that it doesn't make sense. Cause we, we were, we had a wonderful spot when we were 14 league teams. Like people didn't overspend. Maybe I'm just going off Dave. I'm, we haven't, let you get it awarded. Yeah. Anyway, so. Well, I mean, you haven't. Your well, so I'm your, defending, right? I'm the back and back and forth defending. So, your original proposal, Byron, I would say no to um, increasing cap space. I I think you're perceiving a there to be a problem that maybe there isn't, 
right now, um, you know, I think, like, I think my team is set up well. I think your team, Byron, is set up well. There's a lot of teams that are not, and this gives them the opportunity every year to get the Christian McCaffrey's, the Alvin Kamara's, the Tyreek Hills, because they can be cut. And so, you know, once, once they become available, I don't think it's necessarily a problem that five of the top 10 at each position are available each year. I think it allows for more league turnover. Um, now, am I intrigued by contracts and guaranteed money? And you haven't mentioned holdouts yet and all the other things we could do. Sure. I'm intrigued by it, but I don't think that's something, you know, we can spur the moment do. So would you, would you vote on a combined build? Like not, with like obviously within whatever reasonable thing you have for salary cups. I mean, I'm not thinking anything crazy, right? We're, we're, we're thinking like two, one, 2%, something small, some small increment, but would you vote for it? If it was also paired with a penalty um, as well, a cut penalty. I mean, I, I'd consider it, but again, are we putting in, guaranteed money i guess that's what cut penalties yeah that's what it is yeah it's a a guaranteed money are you putting in holdouts like say you have a jonathan taylor on a rookie deal does his contract does he hold out now that there's there's uh you know contracts and guaranteed money anyway but um yeah okay i don't think it's going to be a 2022 proposal but hey i'm intrigued i like this league If, if we think we can make it better let's consider it. But like I said, I think there's a, uh, like a hidden beauty in top players being available each year. And like a Christian McCaffrey probably becomes available every year. And if he can stay healthy, a a team, you know, could change their whole team with that one pick. And that's. Yes. And like I said, though, and I go back to this a lot, the point is it should be entertaining for you. And if the majority of people like, clearly some of us don't mind doing like the number crunching and forecasting and other people want to manage their cap in a different way. So they have cap space every year to go after a big player. Um, I don't, nothing's wrong with either of those two approaches. Right. Um, That's where like, that's why we have votes. Like that's the whole point. Um, And so if I just read your comment in the chat, Tyler, love it. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you want to be, you know, the nerd number cruncher like I do, that's one thing. But, like, if you want to have an opportunity to sign Christian McCaffrey every year, that's cool, Listen, too. If Byron builds a custom site, he can do whatever he wants. I mean, I mean, the cut, like, let me say this. Cap penalties would not, the way that we do it now with our league, it wouldn't be a problem, right? Like, we would just record all the cuts. They would be it would there would be a section a separate section where there's like uh, like you have your cap penalty that you've dealt with, but yeah all right yeah we'll we'll throw the proposal out there we'll see I think we throw the proposal out there I think both the cap increase and the cap penalty would be modest and the only way to get it started would be to be modest and so it wouldn't be ten percent fifteen percent like ten percent painful it's not that painful and that's at the high end of what I'm thinking right like. Contracts go up 15% a year. Let's just raise the cap 15%. Keep everyone forever if you want. That's why I mean, we said like 5%. I, but I feel like that's dissing the idea, right? Like, that's it not is. What it's, about. it's just like, I no, know. Tyreek Hill shouldn't on, be on the market on every year. 
That's yeah. my point. And the and the cap penalty would go down depending on what the contract is. Like it gets it gets complex. So like Drew's sure. a fool for cutting Tyree Kill. Bring it on. Let him out there. All right. All right. So uh Dave, what's the next rule we gotta look over? He just has uh, two, that's why. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh. Two of truthers in the building. Get me started. Jeez. I can't go through another season of uh, all these Tua getting benched rumors for whatever backup. <laughs> he was recovering there. from a hip injury, a catastrophic hip hey, man, injury. He looks super accurate in practice. Incredibly, one of the most accurate quarterbacks we've ever seen coming we, out of college. We have one week until cut day. I don't want to say Joe Montana, but I am not 100% convinced he will be on my team. So, so you're going to trade him for how many picks? Um, <laughs> right. Four. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. All right. Next, next, next rule change. Yeah. All right. We got to, we got to speed this up. Are there any other future ones or is everything else kind of a, a, you know, possibly consider this year one? I don't have any personally. I know Tyler, you have a, a I'm, I have a proposal. Uh, I'm always, like whatever year we can vote to eliminate defenses and it's going to happen. Great. Uh, but that's not the case this year, right? Can you not do it back to back? Correct. No, you can do it back to back. We've definitely done it back to back. Look, we had them last year. Everybody's going to end up with two again this year. If everybody liked the way that worked, then vote that into the ground again. If you absolutely hated it, uh, join me on the right side of history. Yep. And eliminating defenses. Let's get rid of defenses. <laughs> and while we're at it, kickers. But y'all can keep them if you like them. Plus, how keep... hysterical will it be if Dave trades for a defense and then we eliminate defenses? Like, that, just for what it's worth, I propose things and expect them not to go into effect immediately. I don't think that's fair. People have made plans, have made trades. Like, a year delay on everything is probably for the best. Yeah, I, I agree, I agree but, wholeheartedly with that. But still, I would nice. be for removing defenses. Kickers, fine. I don't really. I'm not tied to them. I, I don't hate them, but I don't. I'm not tied to them at all. Um, so I, I, I non-ram players. Let's get rid of them all, guys. <laughs> Playoff uh, brackets. Two, two other trades that got shot down. That I guess we're bringing up again. Uh, there was a no vetoes on trades that got shot down. Kind of self-explanatory. Um, and then no trades during the draft itself, a.k.a. the Byron rule. Um, yeah, let's but, talk about this. Can we stop throwing up or up hissy fit rule changes? I, I mean, I think other Guys, people think lost. like – no one cares. I think, I think there are – well, again, I think there's people who probably think the defense the same thing um, that aren't on this pod, but – Anyway, those three rules were voted down in the past. They're on the list again. Um, I have four others here that could be, I guess, considered this year's trade or this year rules. And I think all of these um, kind of make sense, guys. So I- I'm going to talk through it. Uh, the first one is no silly limit between the cut day and or rookie draft and actual draft when you can IR a player. I think this year it doesn't matter because we're doing the rookie draft on the same day. Um, in past years, you know, we did the rookie draft via email and then there might be a week until we do the actual draft. I think it's okay um, that you can IR a player who's mm-hmm. kept. Uh, I think the one caveat would be if you draft a rookie 
you cannot IR them until the draft process is complete. Um, but if we do end up in a situation where we have to do the rookie draft before the last preseason game, someone gets hurt, that sucks. I think it's okay if they can IR them and at least ease the pain a little bit. Um, and yeah, I don't really care. If, I don't even care if you IR a rookie, like as long as there's whatever. Okay. Um, Call it the Dobbins rule. The Dobbins rule. The Gus Edwards rule. Yeah, I yeah, I'm Andrew Luck retiring rule. (laughs) Remember that? All right. Um, Two others, uh, I guess, playoff wise. So the first one is, and I guess these would go against each other, but the first one is to reseed the playoffs, just like the NFL. So if a seven seed advances, they would then play the one seed, not how the bracket's set up. Um, Thoughts on that? Love it. I love yeah. parrying the NFL. Yeah, but just if you get the one seed, you should play the lotus seed. Uh, all for it. Like the, you, you win the regular season, you should have as much of an advantage as you can. Um, you should get something for that. All right. So. I'm fine with that one as well. Uh, the next playoff one, you know, we have our our rules that it goes record, then head to head, then um then points is the third tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a complicated formula that the league, that the RT Sports website uses that head to head and then common opponent is actually the third tiebreaker and then points is the fourth. So there was a rule proposal, just let the site set the playoffs seedings rather than us have to do it manually. Um, I think the caveat to that is we should publish what that what that third tiebreaker is uh, and how the head-to-head head-to-head win percentage tiebreaker would work. Uh, but that again, takes out the, some human having to do it. Um, or yeah. we should look into if you can get rid of that and just, again, have the site. This is most of your product of last year being madness, right? Yes. Last year was insane. If I remember the end of the, the seating, being, how many people were tied and, and whatnot yeah. it's just absurd probably not going to get in that situation again um but you say that i would vote for whatever like i would vote for wherever people are on this I, I don't care all that much whatever is easiest yeah my thought process on this is try to see if the site can do it the way that we would like it to do and if it can't then do it the way the site does it just because like we don't need extra admin work like it's find a better site in october make a like, better site yeah. Yes. Until the Fleur Fantasy uh, site is published, yeah. make sure you get a nap, man. All right. All right. And the last one on here was if we can change the free agent deadline, so you can pick up players up until the game starts. So right now the league locks at one o'clock when all one o'clock games. But if there's a four o'clock game, you cannot pick up a four o'clock free agent. Um, again, I think this is fine, but I would turn to, does the league allow that? Is that a setting we can uncheck? If not, I, I don't, I don't want to look at changing a, a league yeah, that's too much to hassle, do it manually. Yeah. So. Then the commissioner has to be available on Sunday. <laughs> <Go in. laughs> don't get to have a life. Um, yeah, I would agree. If it's doable, fine. If it's not, then tough luck. Pay attention. Yeah. I Every know. once in a while. Oh, you get fucked. Like every once in a while, there's a game time decision that sucks. I was at the wrong end of that a couple of times. Um, in the it's just like 
with 30 man <laughs> rosters, if there's someone on free agency that's even gonna get a snap or like a couple yeah. of plays is like extraordinary. So I don't know why you've held off. Like, yeah, seriously. But, like, <laughs> it's just if, no, that, if that's <laughs> what you think will help you push you over the edge, right? Like, oh god, not gnarly. Uh. <laughs> last year at the championship, we've talked about this, but the night before, I saw that. Chad wasn't going to have a wide receiver available. And I picked up every single wide receiver that could possibly get a snap. I think I picked oh. up like six. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then no, dropped no, no. them no, so no, that they no, had no, to go no. through the waiver process. No, yeah, no, no. Then Yo, Byron, Byron picked up like 46. If you go to the transaction, it was a lot for the league. Yeah, I think you literally picked up and dropped <laughs> every dirty, wide receiver who could take a snap. I bet you were lying in bed, eyes wide open, thinking, fuck, it's, it's two o'clock. If Chad wakes up and he picks up uh fucking some practice squad wide receiver that takes a snap, you know, this could be the week that he gets six touchdowns and, and I lose. And you got out of bed and you picked up one by one 46 wide receivers and dropped them. That's a rule that oh. we should that we should nix against. Jeez. Oh, I Jeez. wish I wish you thought of Yeah, yeah. I, there I, should I, be there should be no waiver if you pick up and drop player the same way. Iron has that's, lost his That's right a rule. That is a rule players. that I am proposing now. <laughs> <laughs> that is there's no fucking gaming the system like that. That's some bullshit. I I, I feel like you know, and I am a hundred percent. There's a lot of rules that based off of my play that we've had to create. But in my defense. I was ready to do this on Thursday when I saw that he was going to have a wide receiver. And I waited until like 11.59 the night before. And then I thought, that's, that's your own not problem. a defense that makes you look more psychotic. <laughs> your, I hate to break I it to you. I gave you the window. I hate to break it to you. This inner moralizing that you did makes you seem way more psychotic. The fact that you even had the devil on your left so shoulder and angel on your right being like, oh, and I could do this. You're like, well, I'll be good. you can win. I'll be good. I'll be I'll fuck him over on Sunday. I'm not going to give him motherfucker a chance i don't even feel bad a little bit <laughs> yeah drew have you seen have you seen that jersey he got imagine his life without that jersey go get it i wear that with pride every Listen. single day i'm like not today you never know man and malik turner is going to be available at waiver flyers um, the other okay so anyways do we have any more rules that we have to go through no, I think it. all all that's left is just hype up. I heard Tyler's house is nice. He's gonna have a stage, a uh, lot of lot of booze and snacks. Um, there's talk that he might get uh, this punter guy to show up and a little cameo at our draft. So everyone should be there. Show up early. Don't go to Hawaii. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Tyler, what we really care about is who's playing the halftime show. Right, we need entertainment between the rookie draft and the RFA draft. Like, okay, Tyler's messaging. Hold on, guys. I think this could be. Oh, oh yeah. Rolling Stones. He's, he's saying he's he's contacting contacting people now. 
DVD. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. But expect not a no. big things. Expecting big things. Can, wow. can I'm going to has to be cheap now, right? Like yeah. hundred bucks. She'll probably show up like, God damn, who's signing her anymore? Like, all right. Anyways. So that's our it. episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We've got less than two weeks. Yeah. Before the draft. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Get ready, guys. Like this is this is the best. This is fantasy Christmas, right? This when, is the best fucking time year of the year. This is when all your hopes are still alive when you actually could win the championship before cold reality smacks you in the face. Live in this moment. So, real quick, cut day, 6 p.m. August 30th. That's a Tuesday, right? Yes, yes. it's a Tuesday. And we're Tuesday. set on 6 p.m. So 6 PM. if you if you work, say, past 6 p.m. and you're not going to be able to get it out, you can send it out Monday night. That's okay. It yeah. does not have to be. I already have my cut set out. Right at 6 o'clock. Um, maybe Byron a couple days before will reset. Do you have to send an email? Can we just do it on the spreadsheet? That's fine. Right. Send no, an the... email just to make sure there's not a mistake. But the cuts, okay. like, if you don't send the email, but we have the cuts... We're probably going to go with how the cuts are, right? Like, yep. yeah. But the email is just to make sure that we don't have a. I think it was like Kirk Cousins. What was the. Do you guys remember? It was fancy footwork, and both Drew and Scott were going after a quarterback that then got pulled off the market. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Wow. Yeah, that was some bullshit. That was I was bullshit. going, that was some bullshit. Both of we kept our money at the end. Buying oh. for Philip Rivers. <laughs> Jeez. And then he retired after that. It was so embarrassed. Um, other big days to remember. The draft is Sunday, September 4th. That's Labor Day weekend. Tyler wants to do it at 10 a.m. He misses us. He said 9 o'clock. We're setting up the stage. So come in at 9. Help set up the stage. Yeah, anytime Tyler's- after 9 is fine. Uh, sound check for the halftime performers. Uh, they'll be working on that between eight and nine so what, uh what time is the irish coffee served on draft day Tyler? fucking 7 a.m dave <laughs> 7 a.m that'll I'm be you to that yeah i'm holding you to that listen y'all i'll be mac if i know jones, my guys. wife if i Last know word, my wife mac jones come get mac jones asking prices only like three firsts a young stud wide receiver starting running back you know i'll even throw in the race to daniel jones with that all so, that for the number 22 and 25 dynasty quarterbacks. Think for the future, guys. Max Jones is a franchise quarterback for $13. What's Max stand for? Mac Daddy. Isn't it McCorkle? Well, you really want a guy named McCorkle as your quarterback? There All right. You go. And on that note, <laughs> bye, guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.